Welcome to the Next Tuesday Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Susie. I'm Caroline. And we're making women great again, even though we were already pretty great. We share authentic business stories, one woman at a time. We're a little Wall Street and a little woo-woo. We'll see you next and every Tuesday. Hello. Hey, guys. What's up? Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to our little nook, our little couch. Caroline just got back literally from Hawaii. Which is crazy. And then I, like, forgot what day and time it was. And I'm really kind of, like, still zoned out. The time change really got me. On the way there, it wasn't bad at all. But on the way back, I'm like, I have no idea what time it is. What's the time difference? Six hours. We're six hours ahead of them. And how many layovers did you have to get there? Three. Or get back? Three. That's a lot. Wait, two layovers. So we went through Richmond to Philly, to LAX, to Honolulu. Whew. Yeah. And then same on the way back? Nope. On the way back, because American Airlines was just a peach to us. We had a really bad experience with American Airlines. Like, so they're not on my good list right now. We ended up having to go Honolulu, to Dallas, to New York, to Richmond. And LaGuardia right now is like a shit show because it's, being worked on I feel like it's been worked on for the past 10 years I kind of agree every time I've been there I'm just like this freaking airport so I wrote to them and I wrote them this long letter like very factual about being like these are all the things that happened like this is clearly not just like one of these things would have been fine but like everything that has happened here is like a systematic failure of y'all's and they were just like here's a $50 voucher and I'm like I Good for you for writing. Well, I'm glad that I wrote, but at the same time, like, I don't want your $50 voucher. I'm just not going to fly you again. I want you to tell me that you're going to correct all these problems. Yeah. But whatever. So. Systems. <sighs> Structures. So since it is summer and we were just talking about checking out and letting go of all the to-dos. Yeah. What was it like to be in Hawaii on vacay? So I didn't do a great job. Uh, I was on vacation in Hawaii. My boyfriend was there on a conference. So whenever I travel, because I do travel a lot, but it's usually work related. So it's usually I go, I do stuff. I like turn around, I come back. And while I do do like awesome things, you still are kind of always on because it's technically a work trip. Well, especially when you went to Mexico, it was wedding world. So it was super fly and had all these perks, but you were networking the whole time. Yeah. So you're going to have to be on and you can't be completely like tequila it out. Yeah. Even though they gave you tequila at every step of the way, but whatever. So I don't know, you know, I don't know the last time I took a vacation vacation because even, I mean, when you own your own business, like you really don't. Um, And then I didn't completely mentally check out until maybe the last day we were there. And then I was like, oh, snap, we have to turn around and leave. So I didn't do a great job of disconnecting and recharging like I wanted to do. Um, There was a lot of stuff going on in my business, like, Work-wise, I have some litigation matters, and I needed to at least check once a day to make sure nothing blew up, which then it did. So that took a little bit of my focus, and then... um, Does that piss you off when you have to check your email when you're on vacation? I sometimes get really annoyed, and even when I just have an off day and I have an email that I have to have um, followed up with, sometimes there's a little bit of... Resentment. Total resentment. Yeah. You know... When it comes to litigation, I think, okay, so I have been in the position of somebody who's 
I've been in a client position before with a lawyer. Like, I mean, I've talked about it a little bit. Like I've had to work with a lawyer of my own. And like, I think it's really good that I had that experience because you want an answer like right then because you're freaking out and your world is possibly caving in and blah, blah, blah. blah. And so I think it's good that I had that experience because in a litigation perspective, I don't get super annoyed. I get annoyed when people aren't being super reasonable, but at the same time, I don't get super annoyed because I'm like, look, this is a big deal. Like people are getting sued. People are suing people. Stuff's happening. If it's a transactional matter and people are emailing me on the weekends or like, I need an answer to this now. That's when I get annoyed because I'm like, this is not a life or death situation for you. Not, this is not a big deal. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I try to remember that it is a big deal to people that don't necessarily get that this is just like a everyday run of the mill kind of thing, but boundaries, yeah, boundaries are good. Um, so I kept, I thank God I have Marissa again. She's my assistant and like the most amazing person that I have like got on my team. She's great. And she handled a bunch cause the GDPR also went into effect. And so everybody was freaking about G, freaking out about GDPR. And so she had a lot of that under control too. And I didn't have to deal with that. But yeah, it was, it was a lot. But I have learned that I need to do better at chilling out. I think we all need to do better at chilling out. Yeah. I learned a lot about chilling out this year. Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think that's so important to learn. And I have not quite learned that yet. And I think it's going to... I can't tell you before this vacation, I was so burnt out. Completely, 100%. Burned at both ends. Exhausted. Apathetic really struggling to focus. Um, you know, I'd be working like 12 hour days and not at my like best. I mean, just not putting forth my best energy. And I, what should have taken me like five hours was taking me like eight hours. And I came back excited to do my job again, which was nice because I haven't been excited to do my job in about six months. It's also exhausting when you have so much going on, and yeah. while you do have help, you're the only lawyer on your team, so yeah. you're faced with all of the stressful cases, life yeah. or death cases, and you can't really delegate the lawyering. Right. So I feel good about wanting to do my job again, and that's nice. And I think, and that's like I'm excited to work tomorrow, even though I have. My entire, you know, that whole first page of like your Gmail, what it's like when it's all the unchecked mail, that's mm-hmm. what mine looks like right now. I like saw it and I was like, ah, um, cause I did some work today and kind of just caught up on some like really, really high priority things. But yeah, I'm excited to do it again. Well, that's good. Yeah. I feel good about it. What about you? How are you doing? Well, Susie moved, which is exciting. I know. Well, this year has been a total shit show. In a way. In a good way, though. Well, it's just so opposite from everything that I thought was going to happen at the start of the year. So most of you know I started the year in Peru, which was amazing. What you don't know, because I haven't shared until now, is that I also got pregnant as soon as I came back from Peru. And I am so humbled by women. If I wasn't before, and I think I've always appreciated women. I've always thought um, it's amazing that we can reproduce. And I have had no idea 
despite teaching prenatal and knowing a lot about active birthing and all of these things that I've studied, um, it's a very different process when you're going through all the physiological changes. And so what I thought I was going to do with my business after quitting my job last year um, turned into me lying on a couch for three months, literally exhausted, totally drained, also nauseous from morning until I went to sleep at night, vomiting. I mean, it was not a good scenario. And people are like, oh, at 12 weeks it ends, which... I was very much looking forward to, but I had it until about 16 weeks. And especially when you're self-employed, you have to be self-driven. You need motivation. You Mm -hmm. plow through. And good for all of you women who can do that. I literally could not move. I didn't even know that the podcast was going to go up some weeks because I couldn't stare at screens. Everything gave me a headache. Everything made me um, just want to die. So fortunately, I mean, I think, and here I am, the spiritual woo-woo one, somehow everything kind of came off my plate and I had 2018 as a blank slate to start things. And again, fortunately, my husband's business of self-employment took off the year before so that I didn't have to worry financially if we were going to pay our bills or not if I didn't work. And so I was forced to lean into that space. And for all of the meditating that I've done and the yoga teaching and class taking I've done and the mindfulness work, it is a totally different story to be forced to be in your life when you don't want to just be, you want to do. And so I've had such an interesting uh, experience seeing myself in all of these different lights when, I mean, so many of us, the first thing we ask people is, what do you do? And so many people who listen to the podcast are still like, so Suze, what do you do? (laughs) And to be honest, that's a really hard question for me to answer right now because what I thought I was going to do and how I was going to shift my business to work with teens and self-development and schools and create all of these programs didn't happen. And so I'm still coaching and teaching yoga and um, kind of combining all of these things that I do as it works in the universe. And somehow clients keep coming and somehow I keep doing things um, mostly in the past couple of weeks once I started feeling better and we moved again. Yeah. Once you're not like puking every morning, but I am so Um, I think I learned a lot being forced to stay on a couch because I think we put so much pressure on ourselves as women to do everything. And when I didn't have an answer to those questions and my answer was, I'm literally trying to survive right now Mm -hmm. and I don't know what I'm doing with my business and I... And leaning on my husband, which brings up so many things because growing up, I wanted to be, there's no way I wanted to be taken care of or, you know, just supporting a household or Mm. raising a child or um, I just wanted to do everything. So being confronted with three months of forced stillness and surrender made me work through a lot of things and 
just give me this new awareness that it's okay to pause and it's okay to lean on our people and like we don't need to have all of the answers all of the time well I think it's too it might have even been been a bigger shift because like you went from supporting Ryan yeah and, like now 100% leaning on you know like yeah we Ryan's kind of switched gears. You, you switched gears yeah you switched roles which I don't know I think that's like your marriage has been through like a lot of things that people don't even go through for the first 15 years of their marriage so like I think that's really cool that you guys I mean as kind of like an outsider looking in I think it's really cool that you guys have been able to move through that and like obviously like no one's gonna be like oh yeah it was perfect and easy and all that stuff but like I think you did it gracefully and you guys are like still fun and like loving and it wasn't very graceful in 2016 well I mean (laughs) you know it's not gonna always be perfect but But I think yeah you're right and I haven't thought of it in that way it is such a give and take relationships in business and in life and I think it's a good reminder that things can change and it doesn't have to be the way you think it is. And I think that's one of the biggest takeaways for me right now is our expectations and what we think is supposed to happen sometimes can totally get in the way of what's supposed to happen or what's best for us. And sometimes what's best for us isn't at all what our egos or what our previous experiences kind of inform what we want to happen Um, and that's a really difficult space to breathe into to allow all the things to work out how they're supposed to be yeah especially when it's like oh you got to plan for this and plan for that and And it's like there's a lot of stuff you can't plan for and I mean having this child is kind of one of them like again thinking about and it's so funny because we've interviewed so many moms this season we have which wasn't I wasn't really planning to get pregnant. I kind of knew that it was happening um, because that was my whole ayahuasca experience was about motherhood and that this child was coming in. And I was also kind of aware that there was this child coming in because I felt her um, before I got pregnant, which most of you listening are probably like, what? How do you feel an unborn child? But I just had this feeling there was this girl coming in and in my astrology report um, that my neighbor did when she feng shuied my house, um, it said this year I would get pregnant. And so I did get pregnant this year and wasn't totally in the headspace to have a kid yet, but she, and it is a she, is ready to be in the universe apparently. And so I have no idea what that means for me or my life or my business or really anything, but I don't think you ever do. I don't think we do either. We never know. We never know. We never know. But I mean, it's cool because it's it's been neat to see you kind of like go through, well, because I guess when you first moved here, it was just you and Ryan and like now that's going to, then it was you and Ryan and Jack and now it's going to be you, Ryan, Jack and little Nugget. As long as Jack doesn't eat my kid. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope Jack doesn't eat your kid. I'm sure it'll be fine. Let's hope. <laughs> so, Caroline, I have all of these questions for you. Oh, my gosh. That I was thinking about because this is going to be our last episode of this little series. Okay. And then we're going to launch 
for those of you who are like, wait, what's happening next? Last year, we had an episode every week, which was really ambitious and exhausting. Yeah. So we learned, and talking about expectations and reality, we don't have to make it as exhausting for ourselves. No, we don't. So we're going to take the summer to interview more people and then launch a fall series and then see where we go from there. Yeah. So, Caroline, since we're always interviewing other people, what is the biggest surprise you've had in business about yourself since this time last year relaunching CGA Fox Law and starting Engaged Legal? Oh, my God. Um, So not about your business, but what have you learned about you? I guess the more I let stuff go, the better it all works. (laughs) <laughs> the like, surrender the the more I like let people do things the better it works that and like kind of just not expecting less for myself but like being less I need to be less critical or like perfectionism isn't yeah sustainable important yeah I think I'm still working through a lot of stuff so I think there's a lot of questions that are half answered but not quite all the way there yet What do you think is the thing you're most proud of about your work? That I got through last year, because I didn't really realize how shitty last year was, and then I, like, look back, and I'm like, wow, a lot of stuff went really wrong and really bad, and... You had a really hurricane-y year. Yeah, it was really hurricane-y. So, I think getting through that, yeah. Surviving. Survival. Just putting, continuing to put one foot in front of the other. Like, it's not about the big wins it's about just continuing to just like plop one foot in front of another in front of the other and like just moving continually moving that makes me think of this movie I watched last night called jungle and these people get lost in the jungle well not really lost just a lot of things happen and go wrong and so sort of like my sort of like 2017 okay cool yeah so literally these guys well this guy Yoshi um, has no food, lost his people. This is in the middle of the Amazon in South America. And he's like, just go, keep going, must go. Yeah. Truck on, truck on. Yeah. Like that's kind of like, cause there's a lot of things that I want to happen and I see other people getting or doing and I'm like, why is it happening for these people and not for me? Or like, or I get these little wins and I, or these win these seeming wins. And I'm like, well, that doesn't really mean anything does it like that was cool but like I still have to keep going and so it's like both sides of the spectrum just like keep putting one foot in front of the other in front of the other in front of the other that's so existential what does it all mean anyway what does it mean what does it mean it also makes me think of my midwife so I thought I was going to be the most enlightened pregnant woman because I had all this information and I had all this health information and coaching stuff and then I lied on the couch for three months and I ate bagels the whole time because nothing would stay down. I literally vomited LaCroix. So if that tells you anything, there's nothing that was going to taste good. And my midwife said, you know, it's just about survival right now. You just need to get through this first half, and then it becomes more important. And I was like, what nice permission. We're all just trying to survive. Yeah, we are. Especially as little business owners. Yeah, man. It's a tough world out there. It's really tough. And I've seen 
and I'm sure we've both seen, you know, you see businesses come and go and open and fail. And the fact that here I am like a year and some change later after probably the rocky, rocky start of a business and you're doing yeah. great. I'm, I'm hanging in there. You, you're hanging in. Every, you know, every month I get really worried that I'm not going to make it. And then I'm like, oh, wait, no, like it happened. Like yeah. I found $1,500 today that was just like sitting in my, cause people had been paying me on PayPal and I forgot that that was an option. I just, so I just like went and checked it and I was like, oh, that's where all this money is. Nice. $1,500 is a pretty sweet thing to just find. That, yeah. I was like, that's significant. That's how I feel when I go onto our Patreon account sometimes and I forget that every month people give us a little slice of pie. Yeah. And then a couple months later I'm like, oh. It's like, oh, we have $60. Uh, we have some money here. Yeah. Cool. It's nice. <laughs> Cool. Thanks, guys, for being a part of our support system, our little cheerleaders. Our little cheerleaders. It means a lot, especially like when we've got a bunch of different expenses for this podcast every month. I know. And speaking of cheerleaders, one thing that I and we just haven't really followed up on is uh, creating more volunteer opportunities or intern opportunities. Um, So if you or you know someone is interested in teaming up with a podcast or just learning the ropes or wants to do some editing or if you're in grad school or college and you're listening and you need a project, we are always open and we're just poor at soliciting opportunities for people to come hang out and help. But if you have any ideas or want to become a part of the team in any capacity, unpaid, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we don't have money, but we'll we, fill out all of your college forms. Oh, we will do a lot of things. We'll do. We'll we make treats. We provide wine. Yeah, Susie is a great treat maker. I'm not, but I will bring wine and Lacroix if you want me to, or I will. I don't know. I'll uh, I'll think about it. And also, those <laughs> of you who are listening and thinking of starting podcasts. Yeah. We're also super happy to talk to people who are starting podcasts. Yeah. And we're really excited for new podcasts because podcasts are kind of like the new blogs. You just listen to people talk instead of read things. Yeah. So seriously, reach out next to's podcast at gmail.com. And we'll try and help. We are here for you. We're here for you. And also, if you're listening and you've inquired about being on the podcast, I have done a really poor job at checking emails recently because I've just been catching up on a lot of things she's in life. She's catching up on shit and she's puking from her couch. Well, not anymore. I was <laughs> moving though and that took a ton of energy and then I basically slept for a week after. Good, you should. Um, but uh, we have a list of people for the fall that we are getting in touch with now. Uh, so if you don't hear from us, you can always interview or interview. You can always email us again um, and continue to harass us because uh, sometimes we just forget and because we're involved in a bunch of things, sometimes it just takes us a while to respond to yeah. so nothing personal. And if it's not it that takes, we don't love you. It's not that we don't love you. And if it takes a little while for you to come on the podcast, it's only because we have quite a big list at this point of people that we've been putting yeah. on to, the list and we try to arrange it too so that it's not like the same kind of people over and over and like you need to same. get some diversity yeah we want some diversity which yeah. this season i'm so proud we had so many different people we had yeah. a, a private detective we had yeah. a wedding person we yeah. had some therapists 
We had people who worked with kids. We had people who are party promoters. And Kelly Lemon. Yeah, girl. <laughs> and starting coffee shops. I mean, yeah. I feel good about our... Oh, we had magazine. We had B-Side Collective. Oh, yeah, we did. I mean, we took your feedback to heart who responded to our survey last year. And yeah. we made some mixes. So we, we hope to do that. Yeah, that would be great. We should do a mixtape of all our podcasts yes. and be like, whoop, 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 whoop. Hey, what's up next Tuesday? We're going to call our audio editing friends and have them do that for us. Um, Wait, we are also going to be, in the meantime, over the summer, we're going to be submitting to Stitcher and Spotify so that you can listen to us on those platforms as well. Because I've had a lot of people ask me for that. So our Android peeps, get ready. Awesome. Do it. And Spotify is great because that's all I listen to, really. Oh, there you go. There you go. Caroline. Suze. What is your business advice that someone gave you that has helped your company run? I'm going to go back to it, but just keep putting one foot in front of the other. Keep trucking. Keep trucking. Just keep doing it. Keep moving. Don't stop. So on that note, y'all, we're going to keep trucking. We're going to keep interviewing. We're going to surprise you with something this summer just to say hey. Just to say hey. So if you're not subscribed, you're going to want to subscribe. You're going to want to subscribe. I might email you subscribers some fun things with more information so we can continue to figure out what we're doing Mm -hmm. as we continue. And seriously, if uh, you have anything that you're like, this would be really cool, or I want to hear more of this, or I want this woman to come back and tell us where she is now. Yeah. That's awesome, too. So you can always, again, email us at nexttwospodcast at gmail.com. You can find us online at www.nexttuesdaypodcast.com. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook and all other places at nexttwospodcast. And you can subscribe and donate on our website via PayPal or Patreon at www.patreon.com slash nexttwospodcast. That was beautiful, Suze. I think we should just save that and just stick it on the end of every episode. Just do it that one time. Also, if you're interested in sponsoring um, the season for the fall or you want to do a trade and, again, you're like, I could really benefit from this uh, either financially by paying for a sponsorship because that's what we love, that money, 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 or by working with us in some capacity in a marketing space or whatever whatever you think is Get cool. Get creative, that, guys. Yeah, like whatever you offer. We're not that big of a deal. We're totally, <laughs> we're totally open to working with people, and we're looking for some sponsors for the fall series. So that is also great. Shoot us a message, DM us, get in touch, chat with us. Smoke signals. You know you want to be code. on that first bit of the intro, like Riot and Revel and Storybook Imaging. Heck yeah. Well, Heck yeah. this has been our, you know, our uh, section of the year recap episode. So uh, we'll see you in a few Tuesdays. In a few Tuesdays. And you can always find us on a Tuesday by listening to an older episode. Do it. Do it. But have a great summer. We'll see you guys in the fall. On a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Bye. Bye. This season of the Next Tuesday podcast is brought to you by our lovely sponsors, one of which is Riot and Revel. 
Ride and Rebel is a designer of paper goods, wedding stationery, brands, creative, custom, merriment for all of life's celebrations. You can find her online at www.rideandrebel.com or riot.and.rebel on Instagram. Heather basically gave us the glow up we needed to go from trailer park to, I don't know, you know, the Chrysler building. So if you are wondering why we started looking so good all of a sudden, it's because of Heather. And our second sponsor of this spring series is Vanessa Selick of Storybook Imaging and Intimate Chapters. She's a lifestyle and boudoir photographer who captured our quirkness, weirdness, and downright authentic selves. You can find her at www.storybkimaging.com or www.intimatechapters.com if you're looking for her on Instagram, you can find her at Intimate Chapters or Storybook, B-O-O-K, Imaging. Thanks so much, you guys. We are so appreciative for our sponsors. Take a check, and I'll see you next Tuesday, too. Women supporting more women.